0: All right, everybody. Welcome back to the Locked On Red Wings podcast. Today is Wednesday, December 23rd, 2020, and the World Junior Championship Tournament is almost upon us. Merry Christmas, everybody. We've got two days until the big day, December 25th, the start of Christmas and the start of of the world juniors tournament today we're going to be looking at team sweden uh they've got five red wings players on their roster so we're going to kind of give you the lowdown on that i am detroit sports writer nolan bianchi i've got long side long time red wings fans i say that on like 50 percent of the time it's okay i got the best it is I know, it's okay uh longtime red wings fan slash the kidney stone kid ethan smith what's going on how's it Not going? Much. Not, nothing And and we are your hosts here at the Lockdown Red Wings podcast. It's been a bit of a a, a weird scheduling, uh, a weird scheduled week. I just wanted to apologize. If you were looking for part two of JFresh last week on, I believe it was Wednesday, that episode was supposed to drop. And you're like, hey, Nolan, what the heck? What happened? Uh, It got posted yesterday. So Monday, because I didn't realize that the episode had only saved as a draft and did not actually publish. So that is on me. That is my fault. Uh, Go check that out. If you haven't done so already, we've also got a like two hour conversation with Ted Colfin from Thursday night banked Uh, was going to post that on Friday. And then there was some rumblings about the league potentially looking as if it was going to start or, or reach an agreement, announce something, which they did. Uh, the oh, they sure were, did. Oh, they sure. Oh, did oh let me tell you. Uh, so Friday night, they, they kind of came out and there were reports that the NHL was going to be back with a 56 game season Sunday. That was confirmed. We recorded an emergency podcast with Mike DiStefano from Lockdown Leafs. So be sure to go check that out. We fill you in on everything that you need to know. But today, Ethan, we are talking prospects to 2021 World Junior Championship Tournament is finally upon us the most consequential hockey that red wings fans have seen in quite some time
1: yeah this is our uh you would say this is our preseason basically
0: a little bit yeah and like you probably won't see any of the players who are playing for team sweden like with the Red Wings, we'll get to uh, – there's two other guys who will be playing not for Team Sweden, uh, Emil Vero, the defenseman for the Finnish team, and Jan Bednash, who is the goaltender for the Czech Republic team. But I don't necessarily know even if we'll see one of these players in Detroit this year. I guess there's potential for maybe Lucas Raymond to come over uh, after the SHL season is done, but I honestly, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mark it down as likely uh so at that point you're just kind of saying this is all the this is the the only hockey we'll get to watch of these guys in north america this year it's a nice
1: little yeah it's a nice little taste test to uh really what we're gonna be having here and i'd say the next two years two to five years it's a nice little uh nice little tease and as to what we're gonna be getting in the future
0: yeah, and it'll be nice because like it's not like you're watching the Red Wings. Like you're watching a very good Team Sweden team. And we'll actually kind of get into that uh as we get started here. Well, actually Ethan, why don't you give us kind of a lowdown on uh Team Sweden as they enter this this
1: 2021 World Junior Championship tournament? Well, one, if you're not uh if you're new to the World Junior Championships, it's something that I've watched religiously for I'd say the past five or six years, just because it's it's kids that are on the doorstep of reaching their dreams, and they're playing for their country against other kids that are just on the doorstep of reaching their dreams for their country. <laughs> yeah. It's it's so much fun to watch. Every single game means something. It's just it's an absolute blast to watch. So in saying that, um they're when you're talking about Sweden, you're talking about Perhaps the most dominant team in the round-robin play of the World Junior Championships. They have won an incredible 51 games in a row at the group stage, undefeated. No one else is even close to that record. Canada's the next highest with 22 from 2002 to 2007, which is, dude, how unbelievable of a stat is that?
0: That's an unbelievable streak, and I can't believe that it's something that's like still going today with as much parity as there is in this tournament.
1: It's it's unbelievable. I don't know. That's I can't even put into words. Like it, that, it, it, it's something. It's it's it's, it's like,
0: like a yeah. It's like a major league baseball hit streak, or I guess even like a an NHL like scoring streak, like to a certain degree you can kind of understand it when you just look at the pedigree of the talent that's come through there. But at the same time, you're like, you just can't understand the fact that there has been no variance in that, in that stretch.
1: Right. So sadly we were supposed to have seven players from the Detroit Red Wings prospect system that would have made this Swedish team, um, Sadly, they really got, they got, they got rocked by COVID. <laughs> um, yeah. Their head coach is gone. Um, Alan Gruy's gone. It's Gruy, right? Gruve. Ooh, I, I'm pretty sure. I'm not, I'm not good with the, the European. Names. Yeah. Yeah. I just hear them in my head. <clears throat> I still first don't know how to read say
0: it. I've, I know. And then, you know, it's like, even after you hear it, I get in my own head about like the right version. I'm like, is that the version that I originally had in my head? Or do right. I think it's right because I learned that, you know? Yep. I mean, so, it's I, yeah, the way my brain works that. is
1: read it on paper. This is how it is. This is how I'm going to say yeah. it forever. <laughs> uh, William Valinda, I know that one. Um, that's another Detroit uh, D prospect taken this year in the draft who will not be there. Um, they're legit centermen. Carl Hendrickson is not going to be there either and neither will William Eklund. But with those guys losing a couple other guys from the Red Wings were able to sneak in They're in really secure spots on this team. They they're in a very tough pool this year um, with the U S Russians, Czech Republic and Austria led by the eighth overall pick Marco Rossi in their pool. So it, it'll be interesting to see if they can keep that 51 wins keep going here with the amount of people that they've lost.
0: Yeah. And you mentioned Russia. I mean, you, you not only are facing a team who is supremely talented, but you're facing a team with an unbelievable goaltender, same with the United States, who's going to have Spencer Knight in net. I just don't know. Uh, I think talent wise, they are perfectly third in this, in this pool. Um, You know, obviously ahead of Austria, ahead of the Czech Republic, but I think that they they really, you can confidently say that they're the third most talented team in this group right now. And so beating uh, Russia and beating the United States is going to be a, a pretty tough trick to pull off.
1: Yeah, I mean, plus, I mean, the U.S. has had a couple issues with COVID and we'll get into that later. Um, but th- with all that being said, the five Detroit Red Wings prospects on the roster Sadly, without Elvin or William. Uh, Theodore Niederbach, 2020 round two pick, has uh, 19 games played, and he's got an unbelievable 13 goals and 22 assists for 35 points with Frolunda's J20 team, which is basically just their under-20 team. Um, Also got Lucas Raymond. You guys know him. 12 points in 22 games with Frolunda this year. Elmer Soderblom's also sneaking in there, our sixth round pick in 2019. He's got four four points in four games with Frolunda's J20 team, which is fascinating that all these guys are on the same team. I know. By right? the way, um, he's got that. no points in seven games with Frolanda, but you know he's a big right hand D, so it's you know you kind of you kind of have to take younger defensive prospects points at the pro level. Yeah. When they're at this age with a with a grain of salt. It's, they're, well, really, they're going up against men and they're 19 and 20 years old.
0: Yeah, exactly. And, and outside of just like the production, uh, I mean, like you just have to take into account that they're getting probably uh, half of the ice time in the men's league that they're getting right there. Correct. So that has something to do with it as well.
1: Rounding out the group, Gustav Berglund. Our, uh, six round pick in 2019, three points in 17 with, uh, Fosters. Okay. Don't ask me to say that again. I don't think it comes up again. <laughs> um, and also Albert Johansson, our stud 2019 second round pick. He's got seven points in 20 games with farce, farce, farce dad, F-A-R-J-E-S-T-A-D BK Burger King. <laughs> Farshad burger king of the shl uh yeah that's those are the t- those those prospects coming in baby i'm so excited to actually because when was the last time we've watched world juniors where there's been this many red wings that are that will make an impact
0: yeah yeah and especially all on the same team too like i think that's especially exciting because i like i'm going to root for the u.s this is like the first time that i can remember like not rooting for the usa And it's not that I don't want the USA to win. If the USA, you know, makes it to the gold medal game, chances are I'm going to be rooting for them. Uh, If the USA is playing anybody but Sweden, I'll be rooting for them. But I think there's a part of it where like, this is like really one of the first years where I've truly put country aside because there's been so many Red Wings on one team that I'm just like, I'm like team Sweden is my team. Like that's if they're, you know, if I have to pick and choose when to go to the grocery store and when to watch hockey, I'm going to the grocery store during your USA because I want to watch team Sweden. So I think that's, that's kind of an interesting wrinkle to this all as well. Yeah. um, You know, we're just, that's our kind of, that's our squad this year.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm right along that with you. Like in sports for me recently, it's just been more of, there's people that I like and teams that I like and I'd rather just sit and watch the sport yeah and see how stuff plays out and who has a great tournament and who su- and who doesn't have a great tournament like Zadina last year didn't have a great tournament mm-hmm. so there's there's a lot of things that you can look forward to in this and like you I'm not gonna write come out and say that you know that I'm strictly going for the US on this. It's, I just want to see what happens because there's just so many Detroit prospects in this.
0: Yeah. uh, And I will tell you which one intrigues me the most coming up on the other side of this break. But first, I got to talk to you guys today about Bill Go because I'm feeling a little bit sleepy. I feel like I'm hitting a wall. Well, thanks to Bill Go, I can break through. That wall, whether it's physical or whether it's mental, and I gotta be real, folks, it's a little bit of both right now. Thank goodness I have this Bilko to keep me going through the day. It comes in an ounce and a half package. You can put it in your briefcase for the most focused presentation ever. Put it in your backpack for the best World Juniors preview podcast ever, or put it in your golf bag to power through the back nine. It's like in a five-hour energy without the same crash feeling. Plus. It is natural, so it is better for the body. I know for me personally, that's one thing that has kind of scared me off of energy drinks and fiber energies is just like that initial boom, you're like a little bit jittery, and then it kind of just like, you're just like trying to feel okay again for like the next couple of hours, and that's yeah. just terrible. Your yeah. sugar's all over the place. It's it's brutal.
1: Yeah, I feel like I'm in a cloud when I take a an energy drink.
0: But thank you to built go because they work so so well and how do they do it they combine their energy drill gel with the collagen protein which if you didn't know collagen protein fast absorbing so it gets into my system fast plus it is easy on the stomach and when you go to builtgo.com right now and use promo code locked you'll get 20 percent off of your next order that's promo code locked for 20 percent off at builtgo.com let's go
1: there's an old all
0: right, we are back. Segment two here at the Lockdown Red Wings podcast. Just want to take a quick second to remind you guys to subscribe to the Lockdown Red Wings podcast because we've got some great episodes on the way. We've got season previews. We've got a, a great conversation with Ted Colfin that is yet to be released. So subscribe and make sure that when you wake up, in the morning and it's been posted What if i post it because i'm going to get back on that schedule back on that horse back on making sure that those schedules get the, those episodes get posted you're going to have it you're going to have a first thing imagine being the guy at the water cooler t- uh tomorrow who missed locked on red wings world junior championship team uh, sweden preview it could couldn't be, be me you. and it's not you thanks to uh the fact that you press that subscribe button uh so let's get in to kind of some of the nitty gritty details about team Sweden, because you mentioned that they were decimated by COVID and that did in a way uh, kind of ruin the prestige or, or, or the shine of this whole ordeal just a little bit, because it meant that William Wallander and it meant that Albin Gruve would not be eligible to play for team Sweden, even though I'm pretty sure Wallander was playing for uh uh in back in the shl within a week uh, of his negative test because it turned out to be a false positive so a damper no doubt but what it has done oh and and (laughs) let's not even forget the fact that you mentioned that their coach has COVID. i've been reading that uh he's been like zooming in like he's still like the coach of the team he's just not like coaching them on the bench he's just like coaching via zoom like in meetings and stuff like that which is nuts it's Uh, yeah, I just management.
1: don't I don't really get the point of oh you have one bad test you're toast get out of here go back home I really I don't I don't really understand that.
0: I understand the abundance of caution because of the fact that this is an international tournament and you it's are also in taking, Canada, so yes, that as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. and you've seen that like even though that they're they seem to have a very, very strict protocol there have been issues like team Germany popped like eight positive tests after their, their quarantine, when they came into Canada. So uh, they won't be eligible to return to the ice until I believe December 24th is when they can resume like not quarantining. So uh, it has dampened the spirits of some It has opened the door for others though. And one of those guys who I talked a little bit about uh, on a podcast, maybe two weeks ago is Theodore. Niederbach. Now we talked about Lucas Raymond, that fourth overall pick from 2020. He plays on the opposite wing of Alexander Holtz, a guy who a lot of people thought was very much in play for the Red Wings uh, at fourth overall this year. He ends up going seventh to the New Jersey Devils, and those two guys built up a reputation of playing with each other on a line centered by Carl Henriksen, and they earned themselves the nickname the Terror Twins, being uh, Holtz and Raymond. Now, with Henriksen not being able to play uh, after testing positive for COVID, that has moved Theodore Niederbach from the second line center to the first line center. So we are going to see Niederbach uh, playing first line minutes, playing with two top seven picks from last year's draft and i'm just really really intrigued by this
1: now you have to think if anything the pressure on niederbach if he's stepping in and he's gonna be playing with raymond and holtz it's got to be higher than any other player on team sweden absolutely
0: and that and that's kind of my burning question too is it like can he hang with those guys because i think it'll be pretty obvious pretty quickly if he can't and this is a real opportunity for somebody who like you mentioned tore it up in the j20 league to start the season 35 points in 19 games and then he gets bumped up to uh the Forlunda men's league team and i believe he has one point in 11 games so he's kind of had a, a little bit of an up and down season and i don't think by any means that the low production in the men's league is any area of concern, especially given the way that he tore it up uh, in the J 20, but I would like to see him get his confidence back on track and perform at a, on a a high stakes international level with all of the opportunities possible to become
1: a standout player, to become an X factor. So now if you're looking at him playing his stats on the J 20 team, Now Lucas Raymond also had issues when he was on the main for London team last year and getting roughly anywhere between 10 to 12 minutes of ice time a game. Mm -hmm. So that's like, that's what's happening with Niederbach this year. So I'm, I'm pumped to see what this kid can do up against the other best, the pinnacle of under 20 players in the world. And you would have, I would love to see two, detroit red wings on the first line for sweden tearing it up against the usa and russia that'd be a blast to see absolutely and like let's not forget
0: this sweden team like injured as they may be this is the same group that won the u18 girl gold medal like lucas raymond his one shining moment before draft day was that hat trick in the gold medal game on Yaroslav Askarov to beat Russia. So this is a team that has a championship pedigree on top of, uh, you know, just, just being very, very talented. So despite the fact that they're a little bit, I guess, lacking uh, at the center position, having to move Niederbach up to that first line, I think they're in a position now or Niederbach is in a position now where he really has a chance To leave an impression because I don't think anybody expects him to play at the level of Carl Carl Hendrickson, Uh, but I think if he can perform admirably, uh, and and just be serviceable in that role, then I think that's that's going to be something that puts a smile on a lot of people's faces.
1: You know, he really he really has the potential to be a top end player, Um, and especially it's it's very evident this year with the points that he's putting up in the J twenty league, but he was also guys can't forget that he had a, he had a very bad injury. So this is him coming back off of that brutal injury and now he is it really seems like he's back on pace. So it'd be it'll be really great to see him take another step forward here and really prove that he deserves to be not a second round pick but should have been a first round pick.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And he he was somebody that uh I I mean I was listening to I believe it was the elite prospects podcast and JD Burke kind of said like, if he would have went first round last year, he would have not been surprised at all. And I think that when it comes to what the red wings are looking for at this stage of the rebuild, they have a lot of nice pieces, right? Like they have a lot of the uh, guys who like in Albert Johansson, like he's a nice piece, but I think that we have yet to outside of a couple of the notable recent first rounders and maybe Philip peronic, found like that electrifying player in these last couple years that's going to take the red wings to the next level i believe phillips adina has a lot of potential uh you know most cider has a lot of potential but those guys are, are first round picks expected to do that to successfully you know get through a rebuild you are going to need uh some of these second third fourth round draft picks to hit and good for Good thing for Detroit is they have a lot of them. They have a lot of guys who can step up and be that guy to be the game changer in the rebuild. But this to me is, is kind of the first step is performing on this level, making a name for yourself on this level in international competition and the highest stakes that you can really fight for under the age of 21
1: years old. Moving off of Niederbach really quick. I really wish Jonathan Bergen was on this team too now right dude that would be that would have been so much fun i just imagine a world where covid wasn't a thing and jonathan bergen was a year younger we eight yeah. eight swedes on this team that are red wings all right that's sorry it's a little side note out of nowhere i, I just thought of it i <laughs> thought yeah
0: no i thought I've, I've thought about that multiple times throughout the process too especially like with the breakout year that he's been having so far um why don't you take us through some of these these D prospects? Because the guy that I want to talk about quickly uh, before we get into Johansson is Gustav Berglund. He probably won't get a ton of minutes on this team. We'll probably be fighting uh, for that position as a sixth defenseman. One thing he brings is that right-handed shot. And I think that that's an asset that, like, if you're having a good tournament, you have to roll with the guy who, you know, kind of gives you that right-handed shot, who gives you that different look on the blue line because I'm pretty sure that they only have two right-handed defensemen on this team.
1: Yeah. It, it's the, another good thing about this tournament is that there's always players that you wouldn't expect to step up, step up mm-hmm. and make a huge impact on their team. And then, like I said, last year it was the struggling. There's players that you think are a shoe in to be up for a tournament MVP that struggle. So it's yeah. another reason why that this tournament is just great. Um, this is the first year of international experience for berglund it's also his last year of eligibility for this tournament so good for him on getting in all right
0: now walk me through albert johansson because he will be in this top four group which is looking very 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 strong all nhl talent uh in this group
1: you know yeah he really is one of the most successful defensemen in the shl he's got 20 points in 62 games over two seasons uh seven points in 20 this season I mean, he's really just like an, he's just an effortless skater. He just walks the line very well, keeps the puck cycling in the offensive zone. I mean, really like a quarterback, just not really on, like Aaron Rodgers is picking Detroit's defense apart. Um, he'll probably be in the top four, top three. You know, you got to also remember that Broberg and Soto Strummer on this team, um, but his, his elite offensive skill could really see him jump into that top two solidly. He'll definitely be on the power play. I'll tell you that. And
0: he's somebody that like, who can leverage himself into a good situation next year, if he has a strong performance, because obviously like, it's important to play well in the SHL, uh, which he is, but being able to show your strengths kind of in the same, you know, situation as Niederbach, being able to, being able to show what you can do in a tournament of uh, this gravity with some of the best players in the entire world, I think, is going to be something that uh, can really earn him a chance to say, you know, at the start of next season, Albury Johansson's a guy that you might have to think about putting into your
1: lineup. And speaking of that, too, he signed his entry level contract in May of 2018. His contract's going to expire in 2021. He'll be an RFA, obviously. Um, so, really, this tournament really should provide a long term glimpse of what the Red Wings can expect from this player Um, with him playing those top line minutes for Sweden. I mean, it should be really fun to watch. All right. Uh, Well, let us take it into segment three here because
0: I want to talk about a couple prospects because I want to talk about a prospect uh, from team Sweden who is draft eligible in 2021 that I think is going to be very, very interesting. So we'll touch on that. And then we'll also go over team Sweden's schedule. So you can know exactly uh, when to tune in. I believe all games in the States are going to be on NHL network. So that is where you will find that. But first I got to talk to you guys today about built bar. That's right, guys. It's the most delicious tasting protein bar on the market. And with six new amazing flavors, built bar is even more delicious or, than ever before, Ethan. When have you been eating your built bars as of late?
1: It is a perfect uh, little little mix between breakfast and lunch when you're kind of starting to get it. Yeah, uh, I know a lot of people that listen to this podcast probably work a, a nine to five, and that's that little bit right there between breakfast and lunch where you're like, ah, I'm starting to feel it. I don't want to be at my desk anymore. I'm kind of hungry, and then your mind starts wandering, but That's where Bill Park comes into one. Well, that's because
0: it's great for the health conscious guy. You can lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. And between breakfast and lunch is where I start to slack off a little bit. You know, I'm like... Uh, that's when, that's when I start looking for chips. That's when I start looking for like crackers and stuff like that. You know, that's when I just start snacking, uh, to a degree that is really just unhealthy for me. But ever since I had built bar, I've been able to get 18 grams of protein, which fills me up and keeps me full to keep going strong at the expense of only 180 calories with five grams of sugar and five grams of of net carbs. And when you go to builtbar.com right now and use promo code lockdown, you'll get 20% off of your next order. That's promo code lockdown for 20% off at builtbar.com. Kind of play in this period. All right, final segment of the day here at the Lockdown Red Wings podcast. We're previewing Sweden's team at the World Junior Championship Tournament. That tournament will take place from December 25th to January 5th. And uh, Red Deer in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. Let us take a look at a 2021 draft eligible prospect from Team Sweden who is sure to really impress and and going to be a player who kind of can help dictate uh, the success that this team has uh, at the World Junior Championship because their decor, not that fantastic, but they might be
1: saved uh, by this guy. His name is Jesper Walstead, goaltender. He's, he's a guy we very lightly covered in the past during our uh, 2020 draft reports. Um, he's really the lone goalie projected on Central Scouting's players to watch list to be a first-round pick. Uh, Dan Marr, director of NHL Central Scouting, um, says he could be a difference maker for Sweden, and thanks to his level-headedness and my favorite part, his mental makeup, that are reminiscent of <laughs> one carry price and he's also six foot two 214 pounds he's a thick boy
0: i just love this like this uh run of goalies that we've had in the last couple of years Where like i mean i a lot of people thought that there was a very high chance that yaroslav askarov went top 10 a lot of people thought there was a very good chance that spencer knight was going to go top 10 Yesper Wallstedt. I mean, it, it all varies on year to year, uh, but Yesper Wallstedt is somebody who who also will be potentially being taken in that top or in that top ten. And you're going to hear a lot of those rumors going around. I mean, like, and and here's the thing about goaltenders: is they're like, uh, it's so weird because. Everybody's like don't draft a goalie, you know, top 5, don't draft a goalie here, don't draft a goalie there. But then like at the end of the day, every team there's not a team that is like completely disinterested in it. I would have to think, you know, cuz that like just the the potential of having a Carey Price, of having a Henrik Lundqvist,
1: like Mark Andre Fleury too. Mark Andre Fleury. I mean, yes. he was a backbone of Pittsburgh for what, 15 years? Absolutely. Just having that
0: is so tantalizing that, like, I'm going to like always think about it just a little bit. You know, I'm always gonna be like, oh, what if? Like, I know. like think about it in an
1: optimistic way too. Like,
0: maybe that'll happen. I know. And then, I I, mean, then I'll have to act mad about it, you know.
1: <laughs> but I won't be. No, <laughs> absolutely not. I refuse to be mad about it. if 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 Steve Eiserman thinks that this is that that is the right move, then that's the right move. And if you disagree with Steve Eisman, you're wrong. Okay. Yeah. Straight up end of the day. Yeah. Uh
0: all right. So tell me a little bit about this guy, Wallstead. What's what's he uh where's he play? What's his what's he look like?
1: Well, he's six foot two and two hundred and fourteen pounds, like I said. He plays for Lula, Lula of the SHL. Um, he's really had a great year this year. He's got a two oh six goals against average and a nine twenty save percentage as a child in a professional hockey league, <laughs> which is fascinating. Yeah. Um, Th- those are like the s- s- very
0: similar numbers to what Askaroff was putting up in the KHL last year, mm-hmm. which is just insane.
1: Walson does have a bit of a tough task in front of him, though. Um, there's no question he has the talent to be to steal Sweden's number one spot there. Um, really, the guy he's got he's kind of messing with here for that starting role is Hugo Alnefelt. He's a Tampa Bay Lightning third round pick. I'm gonna call him Hugo because I. That is a phenomenal name. That is a great for a kid name. our age. Yeah. Usually it's like, you know it's Hugo. Uh, name another Hugo that you know.
0: I. I Hugo Boss. That's the only one, and I don't even know what that is. I just ha, I just brand, can think yeah. of it from like it's a cool. Jay Z lyric. Right. You know. Okay. So I'm like, damn. Fashioned. That's Fashion. badass. Yeah. I, I know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's badass. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so, I, and I think that there's like, there's, I think there's a chance that you'll probably see both of these guys over the course of the tournament. We have two yeah. goaltenders that are this good, uh, in an international tournament when you're going against, uh, the, the talent that these guys are. I don't think it's the worst thing in the world to be able to play, uh, somewhat of a tandem and kind of just ride the hot hand, uh, Cause that's, that's pretty much, I mean, if a goaltender is going to make a difference, it's going to be a goaltender who just catches fire. So I, I don't see any reason in not giving them each a chance to uh, catch fire.
1: I mean, remember that lot goalie from two years ago that took Canada to overtime in that one-to-one game and stopped like 60 something shots. I yeah. remember that. And that was, that was a huge game too. I mean, it's, if you can get a hot goalie, man, it's, that's, that's all you need. Anything can happen. Absolutely. Um,
0: All right, well, let's take a look at Team Sweden's schedule here real quick. So Sweden is going to kick off the tournament on the day after Christmas at 11 a.m. against the Czech Republic. That's a Saturday. Uh, If you're a football fan, the Lions will be playing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. uh, Probably right as that game is coming to an end. So be sure to uh, check that out. It'll be a nice kind of christmas hangover game to watch you got some leftover eggnog yeah uh Does egg then, eggnog last like that i don't know I'd, i actually don't i've never in eggnog tried eggnog to be quite honest it sounds gross like egg liquids what's the nog You're part just gonna of, drink it yeah what's <laughs> the nog part i have no idea that's a you know that sounds like a good question for google um so then they got sunday hey, off go what's ahead, that so. Uh, So then they got Sunday off and then Monday at 3 p.m. They play Austria. Uh, So that should be a win. And also you'll probably get a chance to see Marco Rossi. Uh, So that'll be cool. Uh, Wednesday, the two days later, they got Russia at 630. uh, And then Thursday, they got USA at 630. So they got Russia and Sweden right at the end of this group stage and back to back nights oh baby you're gonna have to win at least two of those or at least one of those games uh if you have any any hopes of getting into
1: the quarterfinals for my own viewing uh pleasure i would prefer them win those games I absolutely that's just me. That's just me. I absolutely would as well.
0: And then if they uh, make the quarterfinal round, that'll be on Saturday, January 2nd, the semifinal round Monday, January 4th, and then the championship game uh, slash bronze medal game will be at 230 and 630 on Tuesday, January 5th. So make sure that you tell your boss that you came in contact with somebody who might have had COVID so you can stay <laughs> home and watch all of these games, folks, because it's going to be one heck of a time. I'm excited. Thank you so much for tuning into the Lockdown Red Wings podcast. We will see you back here tomorrow, same time, same place. It's your team every day.